Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Oh my God, he's taking his shirt off. Oh my God. Okay, let's. <laughs> That's not what happened in the XFL. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Hello, sports balls of very sports. Welcome to guess what? Sports <laughs> podcast. It ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. I'm just naming things I see in the room, and this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Ben from Denver. I am a substitute high school teacher. Yesterday, I showed up at my job and found out that in six hours, I could be covered basketball practice, which is hilarious because I haven't been on a basketball team since I was in the seventh grade in 1994. <laughs> my question for you is, given about eight hours notice, what, sport, uh, what high school sport do you think you could coach, and what high school sport would you just be doomed if you had to coach? Oh. Love you, Mia. Bye. Okay. Hi, Ben. Uh, first of all, what a thankless job, substitute teaching. Oh so gosh, shout out yeah. to you. You sound like one of the cool ones, which means, you know, every now and then just wheel a TV in. Do they still do that? Ooh. Like I bet they squint, probably. Like a 4-3 TV. But they probably have like projectors and stuff Yeah, now. I was going to say, the TVs nowadays don't really like go on wheels. You can't really wheel those without them falling over. I bet they have like chalkboard TVs. Won't someone like think of the in. teachers? Yeah, the way like when you go to a fancy bathroom in a fancy hotel yeah. and there's TVs embedded in the mirror and you're like, who's standing at the sink long enough to need this? That's a great question. Put it by the toilet. <laughs> Put it in the bath, like above the bathtub. I would yeah. be enough one day to have a, a TV. An embedded bath. TV above your bath. Yeah, but the, you're absolutely right. It's the least practical place in the bathroom to put it. You could get like a really small TV, like a like one of those like 20-inch TVs and install it above your bath. That probably wouldn't be very expensive. I would just be afraid it was going to fall all yeah. the time. You, I want it embedded like, in the it, wall. Like, waterproof and yeah. it's, it's a lot of work. Jay's trying to kill you. I guess so. Jay's like, you know what you could also do? Just blow dry your hair while you're already in the tub. <laughs> Saves a ton of time. Saves you so much time. You can keep washing your body while showering. How many times? How many times in a calendar year do you think you actually blow dry your own hair? Oh, um, well, I it's I don't blow dry it like a fancy. I flip my head upside down and blow dry it, so I do that pretty often. Oh, okay. But I don't like. I haven't used a round brush in probably three years. I got a blow dryer out for the first time. I think in s- eight months. Even when we do weddings and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. You're just like letting it air dry. Yeah, because the yeah yeah. Yep, that's the somebody. My boyfriend, <clears throat> sorry, my boy, my boyfriend <laughs> said to me the other day, like, uh, I don't. I was complaining about showering and saying that he was like, "How was your shower?" I was like, "Eh," and he was like, "Don't you love to shower?" I'm like, "Women hate showering <laughs> because it means you're signing up for an hour of like lotioning and doing your hair and like you got to do all that stuff." Yeah, guys are like, "I hop in, I hop out, I'm ready in five. I'm like, "If I shower, then I have to lotion, and I got to do my fa- my skincare routine. Yeah. And I got to do something about this hair. Yeah. And it's just usually I end up skipping one thing, and it's usually my hair. Where I'm just like, screw it. I haven't uh, I haven't been feeling very well. And yesterday I just sat. In You've the shower. been not feeling well. Yeah. That's different. Well, I mm. didn't want to say it, but whatever. I, I feel like that. you're healthy one day, one month a year it's spread been, out been over on a the really year. really good stretch. In any case, I just sat in the shower. I didn't do anything. Mm. I didn't wash anything. You're I didn't just shave anything. Dampened. I just sat at the and just got the water on me, and then mm. I got out. I'm like, that was great. Yeah, that's how men shower. <laughs> I love that's that. a man. You took a man gonna, shower. I was say, that's every time. Yeah, you, you took a man in. shower. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, those sound nice. Anyway, the question that was asked <laughs> is if you were given eight hours notice, what uh, high school sport do you think you could coach? And which one would you be doomed? I would be doomed basketball or football. Mm. 
because I'd be, I'd be doomed with lacrosse. It also <laughs> depends. Um, is there a game? I don't know if he mentioned that. No, it said no, practice. I think it's practice. Okay, I could coach football practice. Um, and I think I could coach basketball practice. I mean, basketball practice is tough because I feel like there's specific drills I wouldn't know how. I never, I've never played basketball. Somebody misunderstood a tweet that was sent the other day to me. Um, and somebody basically told this other guy that I should call him out and do the thing we do on our show where it's like this guy thinks he's better than this person, make him prove it. And this guy misunderstood it. And the guy was like, Katie Nolan, don't want that smoke. I'll kill her in a one-on-one. I'm like, yes, I know, sir. I've never played basketball in my life. <laughs> uh, I've, but so that's a fact. I've never played basketball before. Your microphone's not on, I think. You should push on. Try it again. Hi. 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 Welcome back. I tried to mute it while I coughed, and I think I just turned it off. That has always worked, so that makes sense why you did that. She's so good at it. (laughs) I've I've been practicing. Obviously not. Um, Basketball, I feel like you could could be like, okay, go scrimmage. But then then they'd look to me for notes, and I'd be like, looked like basketball to me. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Basketball, I'm the most out of my element. But I could cry. I mean, high school softball, done. They're actually a better team after that practice <laughs> they walk away being like whoa you should always be our coach you know yeah. i can just connect with a team yeah of high school aged softball players i bet you could also I'm my really, dad was really my good. coach so like i i you know it's in my blood yeah, yeah. wow coaching softball is in my blood i could also coach baseball because it's not that different it's not yeah uh what other sports what am i missing lacrosse i'd be absolutely fucked. yeah lacrosse i'd be like just do the bass do the I don't let's do the twisty thing do. for a couple minutes let's just warm up our twist our wrists and do it the twisty motion <laughs> let's do the twisty motion now let's listen to yacht rock like i don't know what you do at lacrosse practice let's drink miller lights yeah, yeah. here's what consent is like, that's, <laughs> that's what i would do hey everyone here's how you ask for it wow uh, what about you? What would you be good at coaching? I would soccer. Dominate soccer. Right. Um, I could coach ice hockey. I could coach basketball. Ooh. Ice hockey's fun because you just put out one of those ladders and make them do that drill. The best is when the coach gets on the skates and the coach yeah. is out there. Oh, right Ashley's there. absolutely Wait, oh, yeah. a coach on skates. When did coach coach Wait, when did your coach not have skates? My coach was oh, always sometimes. On I mean, it depended on the practice. There's no respect for that coach if the coach doesn't yeah. strap up. That's right. Yeah, it's good when Lace the coach up. gets out there. Suit up. I could do crew. Put on skate. You could do crew. What? No, yeah. what high school are we talking about? I, a, lot. a high school from a from a from cartoon a, from a private school. Yeah, high school movie. Are you talking I'm, about okay, a I'm boarding sorry. school? You could do Johnny Tsunami's crew practice. Uh, how about ultimate okay, frisbee? So I went to private school and boarding school, and oh. both Man. of them had crew teams. You're so not an urchin. Yeah. No, they weren't only. Okay, we we're very diverse schools. Okay, great. I'm happy anyway. Stop being so defensive. You, so <laughs> I've never coach, had a high school crew team. Really? As the coach, would you be the coxswain? Okay, no. Jay. I don't. Why the, do cox, the coxswains super are really tiny, skinny, small people? Yeah. So you, the coach, <laughs> the coach is in a boat, like a next boat. to them with a. Fucking oh, you'd be so good at that with a megaphone. Yeah. Woo! Just in another boat. Yeah, yeah. I With a motor by the that you're not rowing. Has there always been a lantern by the door of the studio? It's very romantic. What is that? It's like it's a Valentine. gas lamp. It's like past post Valentine's Day. The They're doing something to the studio, and I don't approve of it. Jay, what sport would you be good at coaching? I think I could do soccer and hockey, also, and basketball would just be. A this podcast just can't make a decision. We can never be like good one, bad no, g- one. Good no, we all did it. We all picked multiple sports. But I would 
I don't know about basketball. I also think no, you don't. You don't have the I answer. I don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, guys. It was pretty great. I, I uh, we we were enjoying it so much in the moment, and then we gave each other a look of like, let's just let that live there. Let's yeah. just let that sit and live. It was there. really strong. Shout out to the Reddit for appreciating it yeah. and seeing it. Jay, also, I have a note. Go ahead. Get out of the Reddit, dude. <laughs> I gotta just get out of the Reddit. Pop in and We're say not. Hi. No, it doesn't. It makes us look not cool when you comment on the Reddit. No, I. So we meant we were gonna have this conversation off pod, but I just remembered well, it. So I Jay was, from Sports. That's me. That's my. Uh, we know. <laughs> so now everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> you only go in there to defend yourself. No, one time I had notes on a baguette that they photoshopped. Yeah, notes. <laughs> uh, you you uh. It was also notes in defense of yourself. <laughs> but you this is the thing I have to understand as like I'm I'm at level 15 of getting people on the internet to talk about me and having to just look at it and not say anything and I'm still pretty bad at it and I have to acknowledge that this is new to you. That being said, get out of the Reddit. <laughs> okay. We just let them talk. They're going to say wrong stuff and you just let them talk I just because if they you would correct know about that they would, yet. but if you correct them and then I don't correct them when they're wrong about me, I see the precedent. Right. It's a weird. And also we got to let them, we got to let them live and thrive on their own. You know, mm. they're a, we love that community. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. He's still going to do it. He's still going to do it. He's going to get it. Do He's yeah. going to make a different. Not account. Jay from sports. This is not Jay from sports. <laughs> well, the reason I was going to say is Mel does it for the all fantasy Reddit. So I was like, maybe. Yeah, but she doesn't have a speaking role. That's true. Which was, I mean, if that's what you want to get back to, was I'm, the original I'm good, plan. I'm good here. Right. Let's keep You can't this. have both. I'm out of the Reddit. You can't have I'm both. Maybe one day, I think soon, no, don't unsubscribe. <laughs> I think uh, someday we should do some sort of like a an, an AMA within our Reddit. I've seen um, like Levitard does that on his Reddit. It's like, I'm Mina Kimes. Ask me anything uh, for their subreddit. So we could do that. We could have days where it's like, we're in here. Ask us stuff. Okay. But I don't think we should just. I'm I'm done with the notes on the baguettes. Okay, it's finished. I mean, the Thank baguette you. was fine. It was no, it was it's, Italian. It was, it was an, an Italian, Italian loaf. That's yeah. not. It's I'm an defeats Italian the loaf. purpose yeah, you of. Are. All right, if you uh, if you've got a question <laughs> and and you want to. Oh sh- shoot! <laughs> oh no! You all right? It's every week you're surprised by its existence. <laughs> this is a bad one. If you want to. Leave off a voicemail. That's great. You just don't have to pause between voice and mail. You, we're yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. No, it's really great. 860-506-5571. Hi, Ash. Hi, how You are seem you? very sad. No, I'm not sad. All right. I'm just like, Tired I'm just a little out of it. Yeah. I like your scarf. Thank you. It's from my best friend. I call her my Italian love. Uh, it's me, guys. <laughs> it's me, Katie Nolan. It's Katie Nolan. <laughs> cool. It's pretty nice. It is. Should we talk about it? If you want to. It's really soft. It is um, one side just very soft. And then on the other side is words from The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. It's just a book on a scarf. It's a book on a scarf. She loves Sherlock Holmes. So I got her a Sherlock Holmes. I heard you like Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) So I put Sherlock Holmes on a scarf. X to the Z. Highly recommend. Yeah. Great. Let's pimp my scarf. (laughs) Scarfs. Uh, what, uh, how, you, well, how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah. It was good. We're doing this on a Monday. It's Monday. Um, which we just realized means you don't get a bachelor update. Doodly do. It's not doodly, doodly, <laughs> So not great. We're working on it. We sat, we had a meeting this week 
the three of us, trying to figure out schedule because the show's coming back. I guess that's official Potter show business. The show comes back this week. And so we were laying out our schedule and man, <laughs> it's really hard to find spaces to fill things. So we're working on it, uh, but no Bachelor update today. Um, friendly banter. Anything new with the kid? I got no updates. I was in a I was in a hole all weekend. I didn't really look at anything or read anything or interact with anybody. It yeah. was dark where I was. <laughs> we what? tried to lure you out. You did. It tried was really hard. So I showered. That was like my way of being like I'm gonna go. But by the time it everything just takes a little bit longer when I'm in a bad place. Mm-hmm. So like it it took me long enough that when I texted you like how long are you gonna be there? You are like the opposite. I you had have already a kid. been done with dinner for 20 minutes. No, mm-hmm. you'd only been there for 45 minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. Either yeah, way, tracks, she had sure. a she's got a kid, so she's not like going there to chill. She's going there, and then the kid's got a timer on it where it's like I'm restless. Yeah. I What'd you go. do, Ashley? Taking time bomb. We went to um, we went out in Hoboken and got dinner. It was nice. Oh, that's nice. But also dinner. It was like four thirty. It was five thirty. You texted me at six twenty. All right. In any case, there's just a there's a big development in my personal life. Yeah. Uh, Austin and I watched. Beauty and the Beast for the first time. Ooh, um, it was a lot of fun. We also watched Aladdin for the first time. Wow, this weekend. like full the whole movie. Crushing him. Yeah. And now he's he does this thing where he goes, "Mommy, I have to show you something." And then he goes, "Your bell, close your eyes." And he'll just like open a door, like he's the Beast showing me the library. Oh, <laughs> and it's just like ta-da! But just like just to like a bedroom, <laughs> and I have to pretend to be surprised. Wow, wow, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. All these books. All the time. He's like, "Close your eyes, close your eyes, bell, oh. close your eyes." That's so cute. That's pretty cute. Very funny. I don't know if I like your son cast as the beast, but I understand it. I understand. I like the bit at its heart, in its essence. Uh, Jay, anything new in your life? I'm good. I'm just hanging out. I went to a museum this weekend. My cousin was in town. Oh. It was really nice. Yeah, I saw your, uh, I liked your Instagram stories because you just took pictures of art and I could just flip through them and be like, I went to a museum today. Exactly. Yeah, nice. that's what I did it for. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw a video over the weekend. I forget who posted it. So this is me and I should give them credit, but I'll find it. Of a, It was like, you know, little comedy videos that pop up on Twitter now that just get shared a lot. Um, it was a guy that was like, when there's five minutes till closing at a museum. And it was just a man running up to every picture and like staring at it really quickly. It was very funny. That's really funny. Yeah, I had go a great time. Up. Yeah, go, go look it up. I just choked on that, the thought of I don't know what they would Google. Like, go go look it up somehow. Um, Start a Reddit thread. Yeah, cool sure. Cool museum videos. I don't think. Yeah, that's it. Cool museum video I found. Uh... Show is back. Official Potter Show business. Show's back. We're moving to 1 a.m. So that's Friday mornings at 1 a.m. or Thursday nights if you're a real one at 1 a.m. <laughs> uh, meaning Ashley, there's no chance Ashley watches it now. I no, mean, at midnight it was already. At like yeah, at we'll midnight it was close that she might be able to watch it. Now at 1 a.m. I'm like, we're losing her. Yeah. She's not going to see it. Certainly not. Which is good. It always feels good to know that your safety net, the one who protects you, the one who takes <laughs> care of you in all situations, might miss what airs. And, you know, it's good. It makes me feel safe. Good. Put it on your DVRs and your YouTube TVs and all that sort of thing. Yeah, please do. And also, look, look, we know we're not like a ratings darling. No one's tuning in at 1 a.m. specifically to watch our show. But the more people that do, the better we look and uh, the more we get to keep our jobs. So if you are up at 1 or you want to leave your TV on while you go to sleep, mm. feel free to leave it on ESPN, too. And also just tweet about it. I think that helps, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should get yeah, like a hashtag or something. Let's talk about it later. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired of proving my worth. Um, today on the podcast, uh, we're obviously going to session. I need it. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to, you know, obviously dive in on week two of the XFL. What a week it was. Ugh. Some of us came away with wins. No, none of us did. Nope. Okay. No. 
Well, I just assume everyone else is out there winning. I hate my team. Uh, we're going to talk about All-Star Weekend in the NBA. Uh, baseball. Everything's going on in baseball. Oof. Lots of craziness in baseball. There's a sentence you don't say that often. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Snake Pit. Six. We can probably group six. Snakes. We skip that. And that's not about the XFL. It's different. (laughs) Well, gang bang fang gang. Whoa. What? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, we're getting all that in a second, but first today's podcast brought to you by Echelon. So Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about Echelon? Can you tell us about Echelon as if you were your mother trying to lure a pet to come back in from outside? You know, last time I did this, I got notes from my family about how bad my impersonation of my mom is. Really? And I've told you this before. I, it's very easy to slide into a Long Island accent. That one's easier for me to do, weirdly, than Boston if I haven't been to Boston in a while, and I haven't. So I'm going to try, but I just preface this by saying to my cousin Matt, I know, it's not great, but <laughs> I, it's fine. All, most of the words she says that would get me into the accent, I can't say on this podcast, you know? <laughs> Hi, honey, it's your mother. Uh, to get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced. Oh, get it? Pay a ton. <laughs> Peloton. They're trying to do a thing. Oh, I get it. You don't have to pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. Get in the house. Get inside. It's cold. The best way to get in shape, the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Will you get the dog? <laughs> <laughs> Please go get the dog. I tried to get him in. He won't come. We've never had a pet, so I have no idea how my mom would talk to a pet. Never had a pet in my life. Oh, wow. Hey, Snickers. <laughs> and she would name, Snickers. she would name, the, you did? She would name the dog, well, it's, I mean, RIP now, but Mookie. Mookie Betts. It was her favorite. Mookie. Get in the house! <laughs> uh, go to echelonfit.com to discover their X1 connected fitness bikes. That offer a uh, high-quality uh, at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. I'm doing Long Island, aren't I? Your mom it's, could be from Long Island. She's Nobody not. Knows. Can she be for the rest of the read? It'll yes, be so much easier. Sure. Let's just be a Long Island mom trying to get a dog in. Great. Uh, Echelon makes beautifully engineered products <laughs> for everyone. You got to shut the door because we're not heat in the neighborhood. So get the dog inside. You want to stay inside or outside? You got to make a call. I'm not leaving this door open. I got to do this ad read. Uh, what I say, beautifully engineered products for everyone, right? Busy moms, busy dads, busy, stupid fucking dogs. Uh, first responders, elite athletes, whatever your activity level, you got to get this bike, okay? With daily, live, and on-demand studio classes right in your home. You'll never have to step foot in a gym or step foot in the house. Come into the house, you stupid dog. Wipe your feet. On the mat. Wipe your feet on the mat. Wipe your feet on the mat. I think sometimes if they can't see me, it's not as good for them. But just know you're getting quite an experience. Uh, you know, you love Echelon, like I said. But if you aren't 100% satisfied, we're going to give you your money back. Isn't that sweet? I don't know why I said we. I don't work for them. They're going to give you your money back. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Because you don't want to be the one who isn't. What, are you going to get fit walking your dog? I try to do the same. But then, you know, sometimes you put them out because you don't want to walk them. And then you got to deal with them not wanting to come back in the house. Fine. Freeze. See if I care. Don't pay a ton for Peloton. See, I said it. Wow. Don't pay a ton for Peloton. Buy an Echelon bike today for under $1,000. That's insane. My dog costs more than that. Speaking of which, 
careful. There's a, the big, okay, the big dog that you don't like from next door is coming by. You're going to want, oh, now you come inside. Hello. Hello, you little piece of shit. <laughs> uh, go to echelonfit.com slash Nolan to learn about their limited free time, limited time free Apple iPad. Hello. <laughs> and complete details for this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E C E. E-C, let me start that again. <laughs> uh, spelling's difficult. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash Nolan. That's echelonfit.com slash Nolan. Good boy. <laughs> Good boy. It's just easier. It's just easier to be from Long Island. That's fair. I can be Diana's mother from Jersey. It's the Ooh, same accent. That so. would be a fun bit, you pretending to be her mother. And she is mine. Well, she's just her responding she's, to you. Well, she does her mom, so she would be very territorial. And literally no other accent. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the, what sound like this? Yeah, we should do one as be Diana doing accents. Cause I could crush that. Do you want to go to a lot? A little bit? She's like, this is Belgian. This is all a lot. Carson Wentz. Okay. Is that quarterback? I'm like, what? Is, that isn't even an accent. <laughs> Speaking of Diana, XFL. This is the XFL. We should get a drop. Remember that song they put out when they do. When it, this is me. This is flan. Flan flan. This is me. Flan 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 flan. Just Jay, just I'm going. Roll that back. This is blah blah. This is more sports. This is sports sports. This is sportsy sports sports. This is the. No one else remembers the old one. No, it's the new one. It's when they announced it. If you just search "This is the XFL song," it's the first thing. Literally, what I typed in. Just type XFL song because I know when they. We didn't talk about this on the podcast, but every uh, did we? Every team came out with their own song. They like play them in and out of break. So bad. Yeah, they're so bad. They're not great. They're also really bad to play in and out of break because they're not good songs. They use the same quote unquote band for everyone. This is why I think we talked about it because I think I already made the joke that it's insane. It wasn't Imagine Dragons. (laughs) Imagine Dragons must be pissed that somebody else made all these songs. But anyway, the songs all like tell a story lyrically. They're like in sentence form, and so bumping in and out of break, you're just catching the middle of some Mm. weird. It, they suck. They all look bad. It's no offense to who made them, but they're all too like they use football words. Ours is really bad. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Vipers one is the worst one. It is. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah. Why'd you make two mms? Because mm, uh, that tracks. Mm, it. <laughs> so I guess we're not gonna find this is the XFL. Uh, we found it. Give it one second. You just gotta get to the end where it says this. this. I'm gonna play the whole song. Please, no, be, the whole song's very really long. Thing. Play a little bit, but it's very long. This is the future. <laughs> This is not the past. This is the future. And the future moves fast. This is quicker, simpler. This is okay. Reform. This is your game. Safer. This is football. Reborn. This is gaming and fantasy. This is padded. Padded roulette. Make a trade. Make a team. Make a move. Make a bet. This is fans above all. This is maximum action. Let's stall. More ball. Fewer infractions. The future is near. More access, more everyone, okay. more everything. Yeah. <laughs> this is our moment. A story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Woo! Let's fucking do it. That's good. It's so padded roulette. 
<laughs> I forgot how much I hated that scent, that phrase. And also, fewer infractions. Shout out for fitting that into a rap. What a rap it was. All right. So anyway, this is the XFL. The, the Guardians, Ashley, we got to talk about it because you talked a lot of trash. I did. Oh, what are we about to see? I found the are we there- looking at Adam Schefter in his home right now? Yes. Hold on. Let me just make sure I'm filming so that if sometimes I think people are like, what are they ever while talking you, about? While you guys are doing that. Yeah. Oh, just wow. Wow. <laughs> We're all doing great. Better today. late than never. Everyone's doing. Is it? <laughs> it surely is. This is really creepy. It just looks uh, like, oh, there's a shoulder. We are live looking into Adam Schefter's <laughs> house. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll monitor that. Uh, Ash, you talked a lot of about your, how good your team was. I did. And here's the thing. I think they just came up against the actual best team, which, as I said, DC Defenders. It's a DC Defenders. Yeah. We got stomped. They got shut out. First shutout. 27 nothing. Oh, the, fir- the XFL's first shutout. First, yep. Cause you guys kicked that field goal. We did. <laughs> Shout out to that field goal <laughs> that kept the game at two score, uh-huh. two score, two score game. Um, the big takeaway was that at halftime, Diana, Pulled Matt McGloin and was like, so, you know, like, Matt, what are you guys going to do? And he's like, we need to change the entire game plan. It was insane. It was, yeah. But I mean, he wasn't, I don't think he was wrong, though. Yeah, but he <laughs> threw a pick six after that. Oh, the, yeah. then he threw it. was a, the, literally the next Then play. he threw a <laughs> couple yeah. picks yeah. in the first half. Yeah. It was, I'm pretty sure he threw a pick six in the first half. He didn't? That was, uh, I think it was right when he came back on the field. Oh. Well, that because this was as he was going out to the locker room. I was right. watching this game live, and on his way out to the locker room, he was like, "She's like, what are you going to do at, at the half?" And he was like, "I'm going to. Ch- we need to change the entire offensive game plan." And you see Diana's face. Oh my god, he's taking his shirt off. Oh my god. Okay, let's. <laughs> that's not what happened in the XFL. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> wow. Um. Whoa, no, Schefter. Oh god, he's changing. He does has he another know? shirt on. I know, but does he know on. there's a camera? <laughs> So before you guys came in here, I was getting trying to get set up for our shoot tomorrow, and we were talking about how to get the video into that screen. So okay. I think that one of the studio guys came in and like punched in some buttons and maybe accidentally set this camera on. Okay, well we're gonna just <laughs> I'm filming it, so we're fine. Um, Jeez. Yeah. So basically, you see her face like what when he said he's gonna change the whole game plan because that's not a thing you expect a a player to say to you. Yeah. It's one of the good things about the NFL, XFL, sorry. It's also gonna be one of the the I saw people online being like, this is stupid. It's a stupid controversy. Like I tweeted in the moment, I believe we just saw Matt McGloin talk himself into a seat on the bench, and then they benched him. Like I got I got put in a Twitter moment. Wow. I don't I don't like it. I don't like being in a Twitter moment. Cause then you get all these replies from yeah. people that you're like, I don't, why are you replying to me? And you're like, oh, I'm in a moment. Mm. Um, but it's true. He got benched. Uh, before that, during the first half, they were clearly not getting along. Uh, your coach, Gilbride, Gilbride and, yeah. uh, and McGloin. They were like fighting with each other. Uh, how do you feel? Speak on the controversy. Speak a little bit about how that controversy made you feel as a lifelong Guardians fan. Well, no, I, I mean, not my entire life, but from the very beginning of the Guardians, I've been, you know. It's what lifelong men. I don't think we needed to nitpick. I just want to know your thoughts on being a lifelong Guardians fan. I think this is when, this is when you find out what a team is really made of, mm. you know, through great bonds are formed through great trials. Sure. So you've got to, you've, I'm excited about it personally. Because we talked last week about how you can have a good team even if you don't score a touchdown. Mm. That's famously we said that before. Sure. 
And I think if you're going to struggle, you want to do it early in the season so that you can work through it and grow as a team now so that by the time you hit the playoffs, you're ready. You know, you've been through it together. You've worked through your issues. Sure. You've gotten – Why is the chair moving like that? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. This so is I'm, really – guys, I, I, it's just a gigantic screen. It's very hard <laughs> to focus on anything when there's a huge screen. There he is. There's our guy. Hey, bud. So I'm really happy about it. Let's move on. Okay, cool. Uh, I just want to read a quote that McGloin actually said. This is one of the worst games I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of stuff going on behind closed, door, closed doors. I think we need to clean that up. Communication especially is one, and it showed today. At no point in time did I think we were comfortable out there. At no point in time did I think we were in a position to try to be successful. And so he, he couldn't have dragged him harder. The best part of that quote is that he said it in the middle of the game. Yeah, while being interviewed. While being interviewed by on Diana the sideline. Oh, we're zooming in. They were playing. Let's go. Hey, Shefty. Oh, man, it's nice to see him be human and look tired. Um, dragons and the Vipers. That that game happened. Renegades uh, beat the Wildcats. Oh, we're not going to talk no, a little bit more about it. There's just one What's up? stat. The Vipers scored their first touchdown? They did. It so a, I wanted to have you have an opportunity to celebrate that. Well, I did in the moment. It was a defensive, a defensive touchdown. <laughs> Whatever. It was a touchdown on D. Uh, it was a pick six. So our offense, not great. I was mad because they were saying that we were getting, uh, what's his face? Aaron Murray got benched because he was hurt. So he was out. Mm. Um, so I thought we were going to get flowers. It was the day after Valentine's Day. How poetic. And then they gave us, uh, Cornelius. Not a flower. Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> and, uh, and I was pissed because I wanted, you know, flowers to start. Then flowers got a little bit of a start and boy, Boy, did I overstate his abilities. <laughs> so here's where we're at. I think we're rocking with corn dog. Uh, I think we're, we're in on corn dog with a little bit of, you know, throwing flowers in to keep people on their toes. I don't like a team that doesn't have one quarterback I feel confident in. Mm-hmm. I don't like when it's like, we're going to just switch it up every now and then. Just like Bill O'Brien, like just flip quarterbacks every other snap. I don't love that. It's tough to have consistency. Maybe it'll work. Hasn't been working. Maybe it'll work. I'm I'm regretting my decision, but riding till I die. Okay. I'm weathering the storm so the sunshine will feel warmer on my face. That's beautiful. Isn't it? It's not. It doesn't look beautiful during game time. I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm just an angry, miserable person in a snake sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, like, like so many zookeepers. Right. The what? The renegades beat the wildcats. So the wildcats also defeated. Yeah. Vipers and wildcats sitting at the bottom, completely defeated. The Roughnecks beat the Battlehawks 28-24. Tough game, Jay. Yeah, we got robbed. Why is that? So uh, we were down by two scores, um, which in the XFL could be, you know, as many as 18 points. (laughs) Could really be anything. (laughs) Uh, And then came back, had a really strong comeback in the uh, second and third quarter. And then at the end of the third quarter, top of the fourth quarter, um, there was a very clear offside. And uh, Tammy snapped the ball. And the strategy on that play as the coach talked through it sort of later was it's a free play so just throw it as deep as you can and see if you can get a guy because at the end of the day it's a free play mm-hmm. um and so he did that and it got picked because the guy was in double coverage right and then the 
refs ended up not calling the offside. So wait, they didn't throw a flag? There was not a flag, okay, but well it was like there was a guy. Then why did he think it was a free play? Because he saw a defender like over yeah, the line before no he snapped flag. that ball. But then I think about it and I'm like, do they see the flag every time? You think the quarterback always I, sees a flag? That's what I, yeah. I I'm going to hurl a ball as far as I can. I'm only doing it if I know there's a flag. But how do they, but I'm asking genuinely during a football game, we see that flag because we got a camera on the on the field. Mm-hmm. Do you think every quarterback can see every flag? Is there like a way to let them? Does somebody put a hand up? Is there something that they can see? How I, else do they see it? I think so. Well, and the other thing, to, and I'm not sure that this happened, but the other thing that's possible is that the coach is in his ear as he's playing. That's why the coach should have so said, the, "There's no flag. There's no flag. Right, there's but no the flag." The coach might have been like offside, offside, which is why he did. Coach that. Coach should have said, "There's no flag." That's that is stronger against your argument. Well, that's on that's no on matter. Ashley's side. Yeah. That should be the coach should be saying they should be using that. Actually, but, I think that I think those speakers go off during the play, the play I believe. I'm not sure. But I mean, imagine you're the coach, right? If you're you might be saying offside, offside to the ref and it's coming into the quarterback's sure, ears. I don't know. It's a technology question. Yeah. Well, but, as a person who gets things said in her ears, sometimes it's, you got to be mindful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those people are trying to do their jobs. Don't yell things into their ears. I won't. Or whisper them really quietly. Or whisper them quietly. Or say 15, which also sounds like 50. Or say, sorry, 50, which sounds like 15. That's a mistake I'll never make again. Uh, 50. (laughs) 45. Say a different... I learned a very important lesson that day. Uh, 50 seconds. It's like 15, and here we go, and we're out. And then he's like, 50, you now have 35 more sounds. like, what? Cool. You did a great job. Anyway, uh, they... Picked, was that a pick the, six? Picked that ball and ran it back to the one uh, and then scored shortly thereafter. Yikes. Um, <clears throat> and then he and, lost. And then there was a really interesting clock. I, was, I think it was one of the first times that we got to see like a, a real clock battle at the end of the fourth quarter because it was like the new rule. A real clock fight? <laughs> I saw you think of that and then wait. Nice. It was really good. I, I think we looked strong even though we lost. I feel really good about the Battle Hawks. Okay. The Flying Swords. Flying Swords. Till Caca. I die. Caca. Caca. With a K or a C, really. Caca. With a K. Caca with I mean, a K. Famously or a, or a, with a K. Or a C. It just depends on Do how you Do you think he's going. read all those books, Adam Schefter? No. That's a lot of books. Yeah. The ones that he's displaying are by him. I, same. I would do the same thing. I would too. But I bet he's read those books. One of them's called Reporting. That one, I can just see Love. Love Reporting. <laughs> cool. Maybe we should Google some of these and, and have like a book club. Oh, the ESPN book. That's tough. It's a tough look. Romo. He's a book about Romo. Jim Murray. The world's tallest just, what now? We just the listen, alienist. Listen books Sorry. that you can see in Does that Adam say Schechter's the world's tallest shot? word I'm not going to say? Which one are you pointing Over to? by, uh, is that Tom Brady at Michigan? What is that? Oh, uh, yeah, I think that is the word that you don't want to say. Yeah, weird. I would, it's a problematic book. All right. Uh, <laughs> Current standings, we got the D.C. Defenders and the Houston Roughnecks are both undefeated. So, like I said, I'm a, Va- a Vipers fan, but I think it's been clear. My pick for the winners is D.C. Defenders. That's the team I'm like, boy, do I wish I picked them. Uh, <laughs> then we got the Battlehawks, the Guardians, the Dragons, and the Renegades all have one win. And then uh, Vipers and Wildcats have nothing. No wins. No wins. I saw Bill Burr was at the Wildcats game. They so bad. maybe it's just like really cool, famous, teams. funny people. Um, teams they like. Yeah, it's like Lose. if you get this person who's incredible, <laughs> right. you don't get to also win. That's right, unfair. right, right. Sure, exactly. Cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, I saw a discussion on Twitter. We can just skip it because, you know, pot will be three hours. But I saw people say that the XFL should be like the relegation league for the NFL. doesn't make any sense because you're not during a um, – it's different seasons. You don't have the same 
the rules are different, blah, blah, blah. So the, but like the worst NFL team has to go to the XFL and the best XFL team gets to come up to the NFL. I think that's a great idea. I'm on board. Yeah. Except that they, the, the first XFL team that comes up to the NFL would get smoked. Yeah. And then they go back. I don't know. The defenders look pretty good. They wouldn't get the defenders against like this season's Dolphins. I think that the, one of the lasting effects of the XFL is going to be that it makes us appreciate NFL quarterbacks more. Yeah. yeah. Of like even the bad ones are like, all right. Because when you think about it, that was so very weird face you made to drink that orange juice. Sorry. When you think Heart. about it, Matt McGloin was an NFL quarterback. I have to target And he him. looks terrible. He's specifically the one I'm thinking of because he looks very bad in the XFL. Listen, going against the DC defenders who are obviously very good defenders would yeah. make anyone well, look bad. You are bad. the, you're, all right. You're the guardians. Right. You let them put up a bunch of points on you. Well. Yeah. It was our offensive line that was supposed to be guarding Matt McGloin, and they didn't. So Pat McGloin. Should All you right. pronounce it Guardians? Like no, LaGuardia? No, should not. Yes. LaGuardians. <laughs> we are the New York LaGuardians. Look how beautiful Doris looks. She was here today, this morning. She's coming back tomorrow. God, look at her. I love that woman. A very I'm, distracted pot. I'm very ADD today. Uh, I have to get my prescription filled. I am genuinely, that's what's happening. So you guys can keep me on track. NBA. NBA. The All-Star Game happened this weekend. Uh, it was different rules. It was a different rules. The rules were different. New format. Uh, so every quarter was played for charity, which the winner of each quarter uh, got to donate $100,000 to the uh, to sure. charity. It wasn't based on like who was winning at the end of the quarter, right? It was based on how many points they scored in that quarter? Correct. Cool. Um, which is why the third quarter was a tie, and they, it spilled over to the fourth quarter. But then in that fourth quarter, they did the Elam ending, which is they take the uh, highest cumulative score from the first three quarters. So like Team Giannis had 133 points, and then they added 24 points to that for Kobe, uh, which made 157. And then for the whole fourth quarter, there was no clock, and then whichever team hits 157 first wins. For anyone wondering, because I was, what Elam ending, like where that came from, came from a man named Nick Elam. Who's a professor, professor, a professor, a professor of <laughs> educational leadership at Ball State University, which I was like, what a way to it's now just called the Elam ending, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. You're just a teacher of educational. Le- what even is that? <laughs> You're a teacher of teachers. Yeah, sure. He's a teacher, teacher. He thought of it while watching a college hoops tournament. Uh, the game was taking forever to play out in the final minutes. Back when he was at University of Dayton in 2004, there had to be a better way to finish things up more quickly without losing any drama. So. In 2007, he came up with the Elam ending, and it's been used the past few years by the basketball tournament, which is a winner-take-all $2 million tournament. Blah, 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 blah. So that's what they did. People loved it. The only drawback is something that ended up happening is the game can end on a free throw. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is anti, anticlimactic. Yeah. And I, I think that was a lot of people's takeaways. But Anthony Davis said he tried to make yeah. it more dramatic. Yeah, he missed a free throw, but then he hit the second one. Well, he said he missed the first one on purpose. So that, right. like the second one would have that, like, like whoa. <gasps> yeah. As much as you Still can. a free throw, though. Yeah, yeah you can't be like, race, whoa! Right? Uh, Kawhi won the newly named Kobe Bryant MVP award for balling out. Um, I will say really quick, we talked a lot about last week about how Team Giannis was going to get smoked. And some of us you stood didn't up. talk about some that. Some of us stood up for them. Okay. 
And it was Why don't you well, just say what you're trying to say? Yeah. yeah. Well, who's we talked who? about we talked about it, and I just want to say some of us we were wrong. You're right, yeah, Ashley. I, I we we all three of us were wrong. Yeah, we are collectively as a group. Right. Sure. But they played really well. It was really fun. It was a fun game. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I wasn't planning on watching it because I'm not a big All Star Game fan. Just in general, nobody I, was. Nobody cares. Yeah. And it was really good. Um. Uh. I think that, so. They named the MVP of the All Star Game award after Kobe. Mm-hmm. And I get that a lot of the names are taken for trophies, but like that felt like not enough. Being the getting to be the MVP of the All Star Game is the trophy we're naming after Kobe. Oh, oh. it's like okay. Well, there might be more that comes. I like, just want to know. Say like, sorry, Larry O'Brien. Well, this is that was my joke. I was going to say Shh. no. It's okay. Just erase it. How? How lucky is whoever Larry O'Brien is? <laughs> like he got in there first. What did he invent basketball? Google. Don't, why are when you I look at you, questions? it's because you have a computer in front of you, and literally your job is to Google stuff. He always just looks at me like I don't know, and I'm like, I know you don't. Google it. He was a commissioner. Okay. Basketball. How lucky is that man? Because Larry O'Brien is the worst name for a trophy, and what somebody's going to have to be like. We're taking it. Is yeah. he with us? No? Uh, he is... N- no longer with us. No longer with us. All right. Was the trophy named that but while he was alive? The trophy was named the Walter A. Brown until 1984. Okay. And when and, did Larry O'Brien pass? Uh, sorry. This is a mess. He says that every time, and I never know what he means. The internet as a whole? The inter- yeah, the internet is a mess. He passed in 1990. Oh, so they named it that before. Was he the current? Okay, I can do all this later, but was it- <laughs> I'm wondering if he was the current commissioner monologue. and they named it after him, which would be really strange. I don't think we do a monologue about like when a guy died and when a, a trophy was named after him. Yeah. I'm just saying it's kind of crazy that the biggest trophy of the sport. He had served as the NBA commissioner until 1984. So it was he was the commissioner from 75 to 84. And then they and named they a trophy named after, after him. him the year that he retired. Got from it. Being NBA That's a quick turnaround. Um, that is the yeah. day. The day he's like, I'm if, retiring. They're like, Well, we're naming a trophy after you. I wonder if he kind of like give a little nudge nudge for that. Maybe, know? but I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. Of like, cool that we named so, an award after Kobe, but it looks like he was like the guy who was in charge of the merger between the ABA and the NBA. Ah, uh, yes, that's what it was. That's um, why he was a big deal. He like made the NBA what it is now. Yeah. Got it. And then moved a bunch of TV contracts and right. et cetera, et cetera. I just don't know how any of that works. When you think about it too long, it gets really confusing. Of like the, every time a person dies that really mattered to the sport, you're like, God, what are also, we going to name he it? He also was the person uh, in charge. Now of he's over- a Larry O'Brien expert over yeah. here. Well, I found the Go right ahead. website yeah. over, of overseeing the three-point line being instituted. Cool. Yeah. All right. Shout out Larry O'Brien. I didn't mean any disrespect. I'm just saying it's a name that like when you talk about trophies, people are like Larry O'Brien. Like it's just not a good name for a trophy. No. Could be the best man on earth. But it's Real a interesting weird. interesting fact about Larry O'Brien. All right. Oh, boy. Larry O'Brien fact. <laughs> he was the postmaster general in Lyndon B. Johnson's cabinet. So he was in charge of the mail before he was in charge of basketball. Aaron Gordon was <laughs> robbed for the second time in the NBA dunk contest, many say. Uh Derek Jones Jr. won, which wasn't DJJ uh ripped off and robbed 2 years ago, whatever year we went. I feel like he got robbed. Anyway, everyone's always getting robbed at the dunk contest. Don't bring your wallet. Um so he won. 
in a double tiebreaker, 48 to 47, Derek went with the, he had that MJ dunk from the free throw line, which was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, everything aside, we're going to get into who got robbed or whatever. Amazing dunks. Yeah. Just so fun to watch. Inc- I don't know if maybe camera angles are getting better. Like, my God, it was insane. It was like actual fun to watch. Um, Aaron Gordon went with a dunk over Taco Fall, who I'd like to remind you is seven five. Is that tall? No. Oh. Could be taller. Actually, I don't know. Could How tall is the tallest person? I don't think you could be taller. Let me Google it. Oh, God, I know what that look means. Now I just stare at him and raise my eyebrows. How tall is the tallest person? Uh, I'm not asking Jay, I'm asking the internet. The tallest person is Robert Wadlow. This is the tallest. Well, we don't man have to ever. name him. Let him have he an was anonymity. Eight feet eleven inches tall. Now he's going to tell us every job he's ever worked and what his kids are named. He's eight uh, eleven. Eight eleven was the tallest. The tallest person currently alive is eight. Oh, so foot, may he rest in all the tallest piece. Yeah, eight foot two. Oh well, that's nothing. So the, eight two. That's a full, almost a full foot taller than. How do you live your life? How tall is Boban? Uh, how tall is Boban? Okay, he's asking Siri, I guess. <laughs> Seven four. <laughs> Should so just almost as Siri. tall as Taco Fall. Wow, interesting. All right, so uh, anyway, uh, Aaron Gordon dunked over Taco Fall. Taco lowered his head a little bit, which you would naturally like as Taco. First of all, he got like cyberbullied into standing there. He didn't want to do it, and then he <laughs> did, and then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, great pod a today. Very distracted pod. And then. Um, and then he, du- I would duck because you got to think about it. If he doesn't make this dunk, it's you that's going to pay for it. Yeah. You're getting a neck full of <laughs> yep. junk, you know? So, uh, Literally. I get why he ducked. Whether he needed to duck or not, I think he probably did. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, they're saying that's why. you feel it on the back of your head, that's like, when you Yo! start to I would have, I would full on crouch. I would just be like, <laughs> no! <laughs> See, he got there, but I don't want to be a part of it. Uh, so anyway. There was a conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. So Gordon had five straight 50-point scores, mm-hmm. which means he now has eight total perfect scores in the dunk competition, the most perfect scores of anybody in history. Uh, he also says he's not going to return to the dunk contest. He said, quote, jumping over somebody 7-5 is no easy feat. Uh, what I get, like a 47? Come on, man, what are we doing? Which I get. Also brings up the issue of, like, judging in a dunk contest. Like, it's very... Subjective. Yeah. They they kept saying like, oh, we should be giving like 0.5 so you can differentiate between like 9.5 and a 10. Mm. You're like, no, you're just giving too many nines and tens. Yeah. Like scale those back to sevens or eights. So when you see something yeah. absolutely insane, that's a 10. Which, you know, as a person who judged a dunk contest recently, mm-hmm. um, the small star, always like the small <laughs> star dunk contest. You can find it on the internet, but we're putting a longer version on the premiere of our show. Uh, it's tough because you don't want to give somebody like a four, a five, or a six, mm-hmm. but those numbers exist there for a reason. Right. So that when they do something absolutely insane, you give them a 10. Right. It's so weird that anyone only wants to give like seven and above. So then it makes the difference between nine and 10 really blurry because how could you possibly give somebody jumping from the free throw line or somebody jumping over a seven foot five guy successfully and getting the ball. Like, how can you give that a nine? Those are all tens. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, oh, that's a nine. Then you find out what they gave a nine to before. And you're like, but that if that's a nine, then that's not a nine. Right. So it's it. We're, and they don't have to s- explain it. They just give their numbers. Yeah, like that's it's all no accountability. <laughs> but we all just take it like gospel and get really mad about it. Yeah. What people are mad about. There's this drama. 
after the judging, uh, Common, who was one of the judges, yep. spoke to the media and revealed that they were trying to give both Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr. Uh, a 48 so that it would be a tie. And they would both receive trophies. But one of the judges, he said, diverted from the plan. Quote, we thought it was going to be tied. We were like, this is a tie. But somebody didn't do it right. I don't know who it is. So who gave nines? Scotty Pippen, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, yep. and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. People are saying it was Dwayne Wade who messed up. He was supposed to give a 10. Messed up air quotes. Like maybe intentionally messed up. Yeah. Because when you see... Because uh, Derek Jones Jr. is on the heat. Mm-hmm. He wanted his guy to win, is what people are saying. Right. Allegedly. Yep. Big allegedly cloud reigning over this entire topic. Mm-hmm. Um, because after they gave this, after the scores were revealed, you see Scotty Pippen looks genuinely sad. Like he looks upset. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman looks shocked. Yep. Dwayne Wade's trying to take out his earpiece. Yep. He's trying to move on with his day. Mm-hmm. So, conspiracy. Yeah. You guys gonna say anything other than yeah? Dun dun dun. Uh. I can close the door to the cage. No, I didn't know if you guys had anything. It says Ashley has a bake your take if we need yeah, it. Yeah, so I was kind of – I well, I didn't know if we needed it. We're getting – you know, this pod's already long. Um, I have a take that I'm working through. Okay. Let's put it in the oven. It was oh. – Cage door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's preheat. It was better for Aaron Gordon's legacy to lose in this way than it would have been for him to tie. Why is that? Because nobody would be talking about it in the same way if there wasn't this uproar over him getting robbed. Like, can probably not Jay, but can either of you name whoever won the dunk contest last year or two years ago? Uh, uh, um, yes, but no. <laughs> On a better day, yes. I, you, I, two years ago was, try. um, fine. <laughs> Go ahead. It, like yeah, nobody cares about the winner of the dunk contest. Donovan Mitchell. We thank you. About, thank, it, what, you looked it up. Yeah, God damn. I was like, how did he get it? No, he looked it up. The internet. And it was uh, Hamidou Diallo won last year. Um, who? Diallo. Who? Hamu? Diallo. I just was wondering if you wanted to try the first name again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like people still talk about '88 when it was yeah. Jordan and Dominique as the controversy and oh, Mochiano, famously. This is so distracted. I know. Like, people still talk about it. No one gives a crap about 89 or 90 or 91. Like, that stuff never comes up. Like, Gordon Levine, people talk about because Mm. it was was really good competition. But, like, you like to argue, like, oh, this person made the wrong thing. Like, we still talk about, did Dez catch it? Because people like controversy. Yeah. Aaron Gordon is How's that helping Dez, though? Dez doesn't even have a team. Oh, I'm not not saying it's better for Dez. Like, that was a separate point. Oh, okay. This might supporting people like controversy and still like to talk about controversy years afterwards, even yeah. though you should have moved on with your life. Like people will still be talking about Aaron Gordon and how he got robbed twice. But your take that you're baking, this is what we do when we bake takes. Yeah, I'm baking it. I'm sticking a toothpick in it to see if it's done. Okay, perfect. Uh, what you said it's better for Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon's legacy. But how is that? But the Des point, that wasn't better for Des's legacy. That's not the point I was making. Okay. Like, how does that controversy make people Aaron think Gordon about? If Aaron Gordon had won, yeah, or tied, like people wouldn't still be talking about this in a mm. couple of years. All right, people are now going to look back on Aaron Gordon as one of the best dunkers that never got respected, and like his myth and legend will grow. You know, as people sit over campfires and discuss this, sure, how he has had two of the top five dunks of all time in the dunk contest and never got a trophy. I have a question. Yes, yeah. Jay. Do you think that it's 
better in the short term, but not necessarily in the long term. Because let's say we're watching Duncan says 40 or 50 years from now. What we're looking at is some advanced version of Wikipedia where there's just a list of stats of people who won and this that's controversy might be lost. Nobody talks about the people who won. Like right now in this day and age, we're not looking – gosh, that's two pods in a row I said in this day and age. Day and age. Um, this current social climate. And nobody – like we currently don't care about who – we couldn't even remember who won last year or the year before. But we remember Dominique and MJ. We remember – Gordon and Levine, like no, like I know what you're saying. Like, it's a good enough take. It's baked. I don't Thanks. think we need to talk okay, about thank it anymore. You. It's, it's great. okay. Great it's, job. Good take. You know. Good take. Thanks. Good tweet, Mike. Um, uh, Stephen A. Let's not. This is all overshadowing. Uh, Stephen A. Got absolutely worked by Will Bond. <laughs> like the celebrity All Star Game score. First of all, low scoring game, sixty two forty seven, and Stephen A. Had the better team. On paper, he had Quavo, mm. who will remember was the MVP my year when we won. Quavo won it for us. He mm. had, uh, Spice Adams, friend of the show. He had Kaylin Ohashi, Lil Rel, Asia Wilson, uh, Darius Miles. He had a great team. Wilbon had Common, who was also on my team when we won. Again, we won. Uh, <laughs> but he had like Alex Moffat from SNL, uh, Chelsea Gray, shout out, friend, but, uh, Hannibal Burris, Bad Bunny. I don't know anything about Bad Bunny's build. Is that a, like a, is he big? Is he small? You're looking at the wrong person. Yeah, I know. Uh, 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 Kane Brown. Oh, man, that's how you know you're getting old. You're like, oh, a recording artist? I don't know who that is. John Batiste. Anyway, point is, Stephen A had the better team and he got absolutely smoked. Now, Ashley, mm. you were here just now in the office. Yes. Stephen A was ranting. Uh, 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 um, Fomani thought that he was ranting about the, uh, dunk contest because he was talking about getting robbed. And then it was revealed he was talking <laughs> about the celebrity all-star game. What did you hear him say? Stephen A alleged multiple times, more than once, two separate conversations, that if he wasn't currently recovering from a rotator cuff injury, air quotes, he, he would have pulled off his jacket and subbed himself into the game. Huh. He said, quote, it couldn't have gotten much worse. How much worse could I have been? <laughs> well, I just, it lost, Stephen A lost a bunch of credibility with me this weekend. Really? Because he's always bitching about being a Knicks fan and how difficult it is. Now he should be in charge of the front office. And it's like, you couldn't even coach a team of gen, generally good basketball players to success. Mm. And you're like, now, well, I gotta go in. And it's like, well, you can't do that. That's a good point. Yeah. You can't be like the coach. GM of a franchise and be like, well, I, I could have done it. Like, no, that's a sign of a very bad coach. When you look at them and instead of being able to help them, you want to do it yourself. Mm, yeah. It's what you and I do. That's we why we're do. bad coaches. We're yep. like, screw it. I can't teach you how to do it. Let me just do it myself. <laughs> it's not a good, not a good way to coach. I didn't do that when I was coach of the all-star team. You know why? Cause I couldn't do it myself. I never played basketball. <laughs> you don't in my know life. how to coach basketball. I had to sit, I sat down it. with my friend. Uh, my, my friend Hannah's husband, so he's also my friend, but whatever, John, he coaches basketball. And I was like, teach me how to look like I know how to coach basketball. Cause you don't have enough time to teach me to coach basketball. <laughs> so I let Paul do most of the coaching. And then I said things like mouse in the house every time the small guy was, I did good. I won. So <laughs> let's not forget. I won. Uh, Shaka Khan thoughts. I think worse than Fergie. No, I think not uh, because here's the thing. I think Fergie tried a thing that didn't work, but like sure. intentionally knew she was taking a chance on something like a big swing and a miss. Sure. I think Chaka Khan just went out there. And you think who? Chaka Khan. You just say went out Chaka there. Khan? I didn't know. This is like a mistake. cereal? 
we're really good at names. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so things. what do you think about it, Jay? Uh, I thought it was really bad. I do not think it was worse than Fergie. No, I thought it wasn't that bad. Really? Yeah. Uh, she went on runs. She obviously was doing a thing. But uh, she never, like, lost the plot. She always found exactly where she should have been for the next note. I don't think the note. plot was very good. Well, the plot's a national anthem, so that's really disrespectful <laughs> that you just said that. So maybe maybe you should, you know, respect the troops. My but country tis of me. I saw – I don't know change. if it's because I, – I found somebody on Twitter – I'll see if I can pull it up – that that put chords. They played pian- – I think she didn't do herself any favors doing it a cappella. I think if there were music underneath it, people would be like, oh – I get it. I think uh, most people that listen to music don't have like an ear for like what she was doing. I think it's very easy to be like, what part of the song are we in? There was somebody who put chords underneath it while she was singing and it made it make a lot more sense to people. I really didn't. I was shocked by how bad people thought it was. You were shockacon? No, I was chocked. I was chocked <laughs> by how bad people thought shocked it was. Shocked and appalled. Because I didn't think it was that bad. Ashley's face is so stanky right now. Or the rest. Makes a lot more sense. It's really not great. It's not helpful. You guys, what we're not going to do is disrespect Shaka Khan on this no, podcast. We will not. Just we that will version not. of the national anthem. It was I not worse than Fergie. It was weird. I didn't think it was that bad. Sometimes people don't have the answer and you just move on All and right, respect Jay. them. It's you. It's you who didn't. All right. More news in a second, but today's podcast also brought to you by Blue Moon. Woo! I, we didn't even. Right? Blue Moon. So, Ashley, how do you want me to tell the people about Blue Moon? In honor of Valentine's Day. Can you do this ad read as if you're feeling very romantic, but also as if you were meatwad? Ha! (laughs) I'm meatwad. Don't you think that uh, some once in a blue moon moments should happen more than once in a blue moon? I do. Ha! I'm meatwad. (laughs) Don't together with your friends. Don't see all the time. A nice dinner, happy hour, a relaxing night in. So hard to do for a long time. Oh, my God. Blue Moon is on a mission, a beautiful mission, to celebrate and inspire more of those moments. Just like those looking for the special in the everyday, Blue Moon takes a twist on a traditional Belgian wit. Traditional what? Wit. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Moon I love Blue Moon It's so tasty It was created During the 1995 baseball season At the Sandlot Brewery In Coors Field In Denver, Colorado (laughs) A beautiful place This time of year It's one of What's Excuse me (laughs) It has a one-of-a-kind appearance and a bright taste. It's so pretty. It's got refreshing notes from a four-flavored beer. And it's best served with an unmistakable signature. It's so hard to be romantic and a lot of meat. <laughs> signature orange garnish mm, and glass to showcase beautiful hazel color. 
hazel color. It's a beautiful hazel color. As someone was tasting that beer, they were like, a beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon. Ah, the name was born. <laughs> My name was <laughs> <is> Meatwild. <laughs> the origin story, less interesting. <laughs> once in a blue moon, it happened more than once in a blue moon. I've always said it. Always. So whenever you reach for a blue moon, be reminded of the extraordinary. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Just sounds creepy. <laughs> the next, ooh, <laughs> the next time you are with friends or just enjoying a night in, reach for a blue moon. A blue, blue moon. <laughs> it's the beer you can enjoy every day. <sighs> you get it so hard. You can have blue moon delivered by going to get dot. BloomerBeer.com. Let's say that one in. Get, okay. You can have. <laughs> you can. Me, me what? Ashley, will you tell them the URL to get Blue Moon delivered? I love you so pretty. Get.BlueMoonBeer.com. Thank you so much. You're my best friend. <laughs> Find the delivery options near you. Blue Moon. Reach for the moon. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company. Gordon, Colorado. I'm Meatwire. <laughs> it's so hard to do. It's very easy to lose. There it is. It's as soon as I stop trying. If I don't have to read, it's a lot easier. I love Blue Moon. Get that BlueMoonBill.com. <laughs> okay, news time. Let's do the rest of the podcast with Meatwire. <laughs> uh, baseball, what the fuck, huh? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, cool. So, Rob Manfred on Sunday. It was Sunday? Sat down for an exclusive interview with ESPN and made things worse. Yep. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, baseball is in the midst of a cheating scandal. Uh, I think where we left off, spring training started last week, Thursday. It's different for everybody, but it, yeah. Thursday was when like some real news with the Astros happened. And yep. what it was was that the Astros have said before during like media availability and availability and fan fests have been like, we're going to apologize when we're all together at uh, spring training, which everybody was like, okay, or you could just answer the questions now. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it felt like a we're going to have the team sit down with PR people who are going to help them figure out how to address this. But everybody was expecting they would get down to spring training and at least something was going to happen. What happened was not good. Something uh, happened. Yeah, the Astros basically came out and were like, chill about it. Okay, we cheated, but like it didn't affect anything. Which, as a person who's been cheated on, not a good defense. <laughs> Doesn't work. Uh, people don't like that. Chill, okay? Chill, okay? I did it. Yeah, I did it, but I don't think it had any effect on the way we love each other. Like, probably not for you. Probably not for you. For me, very much so, affected my outcome. I'm le- pack your shit. Uh, which is basically how baseball responded to the Astros saying that. Uh, they did not seem remorseful. They did not seem like they'd thought about it. They kind of seemed like... It's like when somebody tells you they're going to pay you back and then you eventually are like, hey, can I get that 20 bucks? And they're like, why does 20 bucks matter so much to you? Is everything okay? And you're like, no, no, no. You owe me $20. I'm not a dick for asking for it. It's like they, you owe us an apology. Now we're asking for it. And they're like, you really wanted that? Like, you guys need to relax. Like, no, you need to apologize. Um, 
so anyway, Manfred did an interview and basically, um, I've never seen him be this bad. He doesn't usually handle things this poorly. This mm. was pretty bad. Yeah. At one point he called the trophy when they asked if he was going to give like take back the World Series trophy. He called it like a piece, a of, piece of metal. And you're like, well, if that's if that's how you then feel, why is everyone trying so hard to yeah. get it? If it's that's a weird all it stance. Is. It t- he took a lot of stances that I think later he'd be like, oh, I get why I shouldn't have taken that. Yeah. Position. Where are the PR people for baseball? I don't know. Honestly, trying to figure out what's in the baseball, I guess mm. <laughs> they're spread very thin right now. Uh, So obviously they the none of the players. None of the Astros players were suspended or fined, and they're not going to strip the Astros of their 2017 World Series title, which a lot of people felt like they should. I, I'm not one of those people. It feels like that feels to me extreme. We don't have to litigate my opinion on the matter. It feels like there's a lot that goes into winning the World Series. I don't think we've said I've said it before. I know people disagree with me. I don't think that you would then have to ensure every other team who ever won the World Series didn't cheat at all. And you just can't do that. I think the learn from this is like fix it and move forward and make sure that this doesn't happen again in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't think stripping someone of their title makes a lot of sense, but that's just me. Um, he said, I understand people's desire to have players pay a price for what went on here. Quote, I think if you watch the players, watch their faces when they have to deal with this issue publicly, they have paid a price. I could not disagree more. <laughs> their faces publicly look annoyed that everyone's like, you cheated and we're upset about it. Um, he also said... The desire to have actual discipline imposed on them, I understand it. And in a perfect world, it would have happened. I just am wondering, you're the commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> what perfect world? You get to control whether the world is perfect or not. Like, it felt like he was alluding to something stopping him from doing that. Yeah, something outside of his control. And what is it? Just tell us what that is. Because I... Cajones, maybe? It's very, <laughs> it's very unclear. Um he also said about stripping them of their title, I'm a believer in the idea that precedent happens and when you deviate from that, you have to have a very good reason. The report gave people a transparent account of what went on. I don't understand how that precedent happens. Precedent being that it's never happened before, that's not precedent. If it's like we've never stripped anyone of a World Series title before, so this would be precedent setting. Right. This wouldn't, you don't get to call it never being even a question of precedent. It's just like we had never had this. Precedent would be if multiple teams had had this scandal like this in the past and never been stripped of their right. title. Yes. But that has not happened. No. Not so what's, what's no. the precedent? It, it's very unclear. Nothing but respect for my precedent. <laughs> uh, the idea of an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back. You're right. That's so weird. Seems like a futile act. People will always know that something was different about the 2017 season. So we're just asking us to put an asterisk on it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. People will know, guys. People are going to remember. Okay. We don't have to remind them. They're going to remember. I don't remember what happened in 2017. I don't remember years. You got to remind me. Um, did he say anything else that was crazy? It just was bad. He also said that the report about the Red Sox in 2018 should be completed by the end of next week. So can't wait for them to either overcorrect the way they botched it with the Astros or do the exact same thing and get lit up for it. Can't wait to see genuinely which one they pick. Yeah. I think the only other thing of note that he said was when he was specifically asked about like the dumpster fire of the apologies. And he just said it was not successful. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Nope, it no, wasn't. it was not. But one of the bigger things, uh, talking points for the internet over the weekend has been this Altuve 
conspiracy. My goodness. So a couple weeks ago when this all first started coming out, there was video of Altuve after he hit a home run. That was the home run against uh, Aroldis Chapman, right? Yep. To send them to the World Series. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was coming around third and he was playing with his shirt, basically saying, like, don't take off my shirt. And then he kind of like almost fanned himself with it as like a he was indicating to his chest something and said, like, don't take off my shirt because that's normally what the Astros do. They would take off their shirts or whatever, celebrate, which I have no opinion on. Yeah. As it is an objectification of athletes. I think everyone should keep their shirts on so it's safe out here in these streets. But that's just me. Um, So people had been saying maybe he had like a buzzer in his shirt that would buzz every time. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you were younger and you would like try to build these – what were those – machines called that would have create like this ball rolls down and hits a Rube this Goldberg thing. It, yes it, it seems like fans get very Rube Goldbergy when it comes to like the Astros cheated he's pointing at his jersey there must be some sort of mechanism in his shirt that would vibrate to let what but they don't think through the like why would he have a vibrating where how would they arrive at that being the best possible way to let somebody know I, it's a weird we're very conspiracy you're not giving me anything today I I, I a vibrating thing in his shirt. If what if you said like, oh, someone in the dugout's banging on trash cans? Sure, they both sound equal. They ridiculous. do sound equal, but it's weird that like one person put that out there, and then now it's like, did he have a vibrating thing in his shirt? It's like it could have been a million well, different we types watch of enough crime movies that we know people can wear wires under their shirts. So you're like, okay, he could be a microphone, could be anything, it could be right. anything. But like, what would what is the iteration of a wire that would then help him cheat in baseball and just like like literally, um. What's it called? Morse code. You can like tell him what the pitch is. Like that's like the simplest way of communication in a way that we know is possible with a wire under your shirt. So I don't think it's that far fetched of an assumption. How does that work? How do they make it vibrate to a beat? They just no. It's just a signal generator. And so if you push the button once, somebody in the dugout has it, or upstairs. And if you push it once, it's a fastball. Twice, it's a changeup. Three times. It's how a is it ball. never? Vi- how have we never seen a wire? Because, because he doesn't let you take his shirt off. His yeah, but you're looking at me like you don't put microphones on people every week and have to tuck them back in because the wires just slip out a lot. Well, I think that if this were the system, he would probably have it taped down to his body underneath it just seems, his jersey. I'm, I'm not saying that's not what it is, and I do think something's up, but I think it's weird that everyone has picked this thing when it could be a billion different things. There could be a billion different reasons. Again, I'm on the side of there's probably something up with that jersey and the fact that they're like – making up these weird excuses for why he couldn't take his shirt off, which is what we're going to get into. It's like, they're just not being fully honest. And it's, that's what's fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be, ins- it would be wild if they had a vibrating thing on like a nipple clamp that was letting him know yeah, when a I, pitch was coming. I agree that with a lot of stuff coming out, it seems weird that we haven't gotten a single witness or piece of corroborating anything, yeah. or, you know, yada, yada. Which I think Manfred said, I'm not saying I agree with him, but he was like, they were very transparent about what they did in all these years and they didn't say anything about 2019 and it would be strange that they would be honest and then not. I do think people lie, but you would think something would come out about a Jersey mechanism. Point is the funny part of the story. <laughs> uh, First of all, people are saying that Altuve never had anything to do with it. Oh, I guess we'll get into that one after. So Altuve's, buzzer denial apparently he said that his wife doesn't like when he takes his jersey off that's reason number one he said don't take off my jersey i get that okay how do we all feel about that excuse my wife doesn't like when i take my jersey off it's kind of soft if it's every time i mean 
he had done it a hundred times before that. So that's why that excuse doesn't really work. Is like there's like tons of video of him taking his shirt off after he. But hits what if runs. his wife was like, "Hey, you know that thing you do all the time? I really just don't like it. Can you stop?" Yeah. Okay. I buy that. If if suddenly you just turned, that was so easy. Yeah. If no, but if that was that day, which I guess it could have been, like the day before, then sure. Could. Cody Bell and what the counter argument to that is that like as in that moment when you have this huge oh my gosh I did this for going the World Series blah 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 yeah Cody like, Bellinger Hold on, stop. Oh. Cody Bellinger said uh, I don't know what human hits a walk off home run against Aroldis Chapman to send your team to the World Series and one has the thought to say don't rip my jersey off but two goes into the tunnel change your shirt and then come out and do your interview that makes no sense to me one good thing from all this is it's making the the players get spicy and talk about each other yes. and I'm here for that that's fun what I don't think is going to be fun is that the way baseball handles itself the way baseball um you know self settles its problems yeah uh what's the word i'm thinking of self-releases sure is that they hit each other with baseballs like this is this could get messy when the season starts and manford was like i've talked to all the managers it's like i bet you have uh i don't think it's gonna make a difference (laughs) people are gonna be mad um but anyway so carlos correa spoke with the athletic uh i believe it was with ken rosenthal and he said that altuve was one of the astros who would never use the trash can system um he so then he said that the reason that he didn't take his shirt off I thought it was weird that there was this narrative that like Altuve is one of the good ones he wasn't like us he would yell at us if um we tried to tell him what pitch it was and he was like don't tell me I don't want to know that stuff they like cast him as the like that, that's also why as I the shoeless Joe Jackson feel like the buzzer thing is more valid or this is so so strange it's because like why would you go out of your way to be like this one guy wasn't well because there. everybody loved him right. But. Everybody loved Altuve. He was fun. He's like a great sport. Like I've always heard interviewing him is a blast. He's just like a sweet, wonderful guy. I would say people are doing this to separate him from them so that the sport will remember him well. Um, but it's very shoeless Joe Jackson and it, that didn't work for him either. Like, oh boy, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I didn't want to. And it's like, yeah, you did though. You did. And your teammates did. And so that's how it goes. Um, but so Carlos Correa said that the reason he didn't want to take his shirt off was because his wife had told my wife earlier in the year for me not to do that. Now we're just implicating multiple wives. <laughs> uh, so he was telling me not to do it. And number two, he had an unfinished tattoo that looked kind of bad that he didn't want people to see and people to talk about. That was the reason. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there's a photo in of him. 82 days from July of 2019, 82 days before that home run. Mm-hmm. Shirt off. Yep. No tattoo. No tattoo. Not a tattoo. Nary a tattoo. Nary a tattoo. Um, this morning, after telling reporters that he would speak to them after practice, he walked into the clubhouse, passed a bunch of reporters, took his shirt off to reveal a tattoo on his left collarbone, and then he changed into another shirt, headed into the batting cages. So I have some questions about this. Let's go. People are Altuve supporters are using this to say, like, see, he does have a tattoo. Mm-hmm. But if the whole thing is don't take your shirt off in front of cameras, why on earth would he? Well, because the game has changed now. Well, I mean, but like, he's like, honey, I think he sat down his wife last night and was like, look, I love you and I respect you, but you understand why I have to take off my shirt. Now. <laughs> And she's crying and was like, but I just, I don't want them to see. And he's like, me neither. Me neither. But we have to do this for our children. 
it? And she was like, we don't have any children. And he was like, Chet, look it up. I don't know if we have any children. Yeah, I think <laughs> they do. Kids. And I think her name is Melanie, which yeah. I think is like. So that's what, what the, the tattoo, tattoo says. Is. It says right. Melanie. Right. Now I'm thinking his wife doesn't want him to take his shirt off because she's like, why'd you get my name tattooed on you, you big dumb dummy? I think no, it's, it's his daughter. daughter. Okay. But yeah, that's what I I kind of had that thought too. But, but I think it's his daughter's name. And but, then there's another picture from right before the World Series where he's throwing. There's like a his, little M, and it looks like there's a little M. And you're like, see, he does have it there. But Melanie is not a complicated tattoo. Yeah, it's what's not like unfinished? Some incredible, like detailed photo or like maybe by landscape. So devil's advocate because I was thinking like yeah him having a tattoo doesn't actually prove anything. It would have to be a bad I would want him to walk past reporters with like a a, you know I'm trying to think of the silliest most appropriate thing I can say in this podcast like some sort of insane like a cucumber tattooed on his and be like see silly embarrassing tattoo put a shirt back on but it just says Melanie so it's like you didn't actually prove anything. You proved you have a tattoo right but maybe it was supposed to be like Melanie with a bunch of other stuff around it and they just got the name and he never finished it. Point is, you've now had time to finish it. Yep. Now it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So why isn't it different? I'm confused. I don't really understand. And I think that how can they not realize they're making it less confusing? I mean, more confusing. They're making it more, the more details they give, like, all right, we didn't want to tell you this, but it's because he has a bad tattoo. How did they think no one was going to be like, what was the bad tattoo? What did it look like? Show me proof of it because I don't. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, oh, he went out and got a tattoo this weekend. That's what that is. And it was like, oh, God, it's, they're just, this isn't going to go away until they're completely transparent. And I don't know how they haven't realized that yet. Maybe they're hiding even more. That's, yeah. More tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Bad ones. Oh. Really bad tattoos. So All right, we got to move along so that we can get to the uh, big news before we have to lose the studio. That's right. Uh, here is the big news. Man City. LOL. Jay? Cringe face. I don't know if he LOL is the right glasses. acronym. It's for um, me. For me, LOL is the right acronym. Uh, Man City has been banned by UEFA for two years from the Champions League and fined 30 million euro for allegedly breaking financial fair play rules. Jay? Uh, yeah, that that happened last week, late last week, this weekend. Um Friday, I think it was. Doesn't matter. Uh, and basically, this isn't new because we knew it happened. Der Spiegel and uh, Football Leaks reported this like early last year um, that over the course of the 2013 or 2014 season through 2016, Man City overstated the amount of income that they had made um, through sponsorships and other income. And so, therefore, like the amount of spending that they were doing, which was a large amount of spending at that time because... There had been a huge injection in the club a couple of years before that. Who was it cash. that you – was that when you got like De Bruyne? No, the, what the most ridiculous – no, De Bruyne was later. The most ridiculous part of this is the person that put them over the financial fair play rule was Wilfred Bonney, who was on the team for two – like four months and didn't do anything. Wait, can you um, can you start from the beginning for people who don't know or understand? You are allowed to spend a certain amount based on how much you make? Yeah, so basically like it's financial fair play in essence is it's supposed to be like you're not supposed to spend an absorbent amount more than the amount of money that your team brought in the season before. Okay. Um, and so like for teams like Manchester United that still basically means no cap because they make billions so of dollars money. a year because their brand is so big. Uh, Manchester City was much smaller at the time. And so, uh, effectively what this claim states is that Man City overstated the amount of income that they had through their sponsorship with Etihad Airways, um, and a couple of other places. And so the amount of spending that they were doing, which at the time was like hundreds of millions of pounds per season, um, because they were building a team with new money for the first time, mm-hmm. um, 
a lot like what Chelsea did when they got their money in 2006. They spent more than they were allowed to. Uh, they spent a and lot lied of, about they it. Spent, allegedly. Allegedly. So. It's still not proved. No, well, they're gonna, I mean, they're no. gonna. So UEFA banned, so there was an independent UEFA investigation, um, and basically Man City's claim is that UEFA was not only the prosecutor and the judge, but also like the person presenting the research. So there was like, they, they were, self-determining there was no way for them to kangaroo court very yeah. nfl right exactly yeah um nfl Tom and Brady. so inside the financial fair play rules there is a clause in which basically any any justification can be sent to this court of arbitration of sport which happened with chelsea this year um it was not with uefa it was with fifa but f- earlier this season chelsea had been found that they had uh, broken transfer rules by soliciting minors inappropriately, and so they were. Banned. That sounds bad, Jay. I wouldn't say soliciting minors inappropriately, <laughs> soliciting. just because people are sleeping right now through the soccer part of the podcast, <laughs> and when you just they're just going to hear soliciting minors inappropriately, soliciting, soliciting um, players who were soliciting. I think was the problem word. They were going after players who were too young in an in, yeah, in, in not, not according to rules. Right, exactly. They broke the rules talking to young players to try to get them on their team. Right. Okay, um, soliciting minors inappropriately. <laughs> I mean. Listen. I know it's correct. I'm just vocabulary. Okay. Uh, and so Chelsea, that Chelsea were banned from transfers for two seasons. They but went they to this court of arbitra- arbitration of sport. They appealed it and that was reduced to one season. Right. So with Man City, what you're seeing is a two year ban from UEFA. And what I suspect will happen is at least down to a year, but probably not at all. Um, not if, at all reduced or reduced down to nothing. Reduced down to no ban and probably just a fine. And why is that? Um, I think that. Though Man City, according to these football leaks, did overstate, um, this would be precedent setting, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that they're going to ban like this court of arbitration of sports going to let clubs not play in the Champions League for like a spending error. I think there's something more egregious potentially. But, Nothing but respect for my precedent setting. <laughs> sorry, guys, that was the soccer news. And now let's head back over to Jay for your erotic news of the week. Soliciting minors inappropriately. Oh, God. Uh, hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I'm Jay Wolf. This is the Erotic News of the Week. A city in Florida had to shut down a part of their park after snakes had gathered there for an orgy. Uh, <laughs> after residents began reporting snake sightings to the Lakeland Parks and Recreation Department, the Department and City's Public Works Department went to investigate, and they found <laughs> it's mating season for the Florida water snake. Ooh. And a oh. large group of snakes had gathered near the lake for a giant orgy. Caution tape no. was put up around the area to increase public awareness for this orgy. It's what I do when I have sex. Uh, Caution what, tape. In their statement, they said, it appears they have congregated for mating. They are non-venomous <laughs> and generally not aggressive as long as people do not disturb them. Oh, that's <laughs> so describing me. They are an important part of the ecosystem and should not be disturbed. Hell yeah. Added, I agree. Saying that these love gatherings are an annual occurrence. Yeah. Uh, just coincidentally, Lakeland, Florida, where this orgy occurred, is 45 minutes from Tampa Bay. Where the XFL professional team is the Vipers. That's right. Maybe they could learn a little something about scoring from these snakes in Lakeland. Oh, everybody scores in Lakeland, (laughs) nobody in Tampa. How do snakes have sex? I don't want to know. Do they put their entire snake (laughs) into another snake? Wow. Is it like sheathing a sword? Oh. And then unsheathing, and then sheathing, and then unsheathing? (laughs) How do snakes have sex? What does a snake orgy look like? Just a pile of rope on the floor? The good news is you have Google. You can dive into this Why is this bothering you so much? You don't seem interested at all in a snake orgy. They had to shut down part of the park so that these snakes could bang. 
Do not disturb them. Yeah. I, I would like to special shout out to podcast host Katie Nolan for sending me this in a text yesterday afternoon, completely <laughs> unprompted, just a text with an article that says snake orgy happening in Florida. And I was like, this is the, the, probably the best unprompted text I've ever received. <laughs> this is the best out of context text I've ever received. I said, what context do you need? The snakes are banging. They had to shut down a park. So that snakes could have sex with each other. Look, you've, we've had a lot of stories about football coaches and soccer coaches like not letting their team bang the week of a big game. That's true. And I think this is what's happening to my bang, bang, viper, wow. bang, <laughs> gang, bang, fang, bang, you know, gang, bang, fang, gang is what I meant to say. Mm. It's fine. Uh, I think we have time for one more voice. But before we do that, the podcast also brought to you by Simply Safe. So Ashley, how do you want me to tell the people about it? Last week I stopped you from singing time after time. And now I think it's time. Okay, let's do it. Oh, God. I'm going to screw this up, but we're going to try our best. I'm immediately thrust into an 80s movie. Don't say thrust. <laughs> uh, seriously, Jay, what are you doing? Sorry, I'm coming off the erotic news of the week. Oh, <laughs> don't say coming. Okay. Simply safe home security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security. But for your own home, think about the security. Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in Simply Safe, uses real video evidence to give police an eye. <laughs> Witness account of the crime And that means police dispatch up to 300 50% faster Than for a normal burglar alarm Yeah With Simply Safe Did she repeat it? I think yeah. I'm supposed to do more chorus <laughs> You should use Simply Safe <laughs> Outdoor cameras and doorbells, they alert you to anyone approaching your home. Yeah, okay, good. There's a pause. <laughs> it's when there's no pause that I get real screwed. Oh, man, I have no idea where I am. Okay. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside plus simply safe protects your home from fires water damage and carbon monoxide poisoning it's all monitored 24 7 by live security professionals you can set up your system yourself with no tools needed or simply safe experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents. This is not that part of the song. What happens here? No, no contracts. contracts. Go to slash Nolan today to get free shipping. On your order. I forget how the rest of the song goes. Plus a 60 day. 
Money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash knowledge to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash knowledge. Go there. Yeah. Protect your home. Protect your home. Okay. It's over. You can just cut the music now. <laughs> Jet. I just, it just a nice slow fade out. A nice slow fade out. It needed it. Uh, all right. We have time for more voicemail, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hi, Katie. This is Lauren from Dallas, and I've been listening to all of the podcasts about your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I came up in a job interview today because I feel like a total douche when I say, oh, my fiance and I were traveling, you know, whatever. But, like, they don't know his name. His name's Webb. But I feel like they've called in before. I went off in the middle of the interview and was like, yeah, okay, do you watch sports? Question mark with Katie Nolan. Audio medium. I didn't. Explained the whole podcast and was like, my fiance. Oh, God. If I don't get the job offer, it'll probably be a a lost column check mark for sports. Oh, you mean it? Lauren. You can't do that, Lauren. I swear I could... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I swear they've called in before. Uh, Lauren and Webb from Dallas. I think I have them in my memory already. Uh, either way, um, you can't. My fiance. You're doing carpets outside the car. You're doing Lauren. carpets outside the car. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, I hope you get the job. Also, I, just not to nitpick. I don't think it's on us if we. I don't think that's a loss on the sports podcast. Mm. Look, we want you to listen to it. We want you to listen to it on multiple platforms. We want you to write a review. We don't need you to say it in job interviews. <laughs> but while we're nitpicking, also no question. Oh, also, yeah, you didn't ask a question. Also, while we're nitpicking, audio medium. Audio we can't medium. watch the sports watch podcast. No. Uh, but I think what we've gathered here is that uh, we have a new listener, and it's whoever was interviewing her before that. <laughs> Give job. her the job. Yeah, Welcome. Here's, yeah that's, let's say this. It's going to be a check in the L column for Lauren if we don't gain a new listener based on her sell to that job interviewer. So now we're both being held accountable. Uh, but really, please update us when you figure out if you have that job or not. I'm going to say you probably don't didn't get it, but it probably has nothing to do with you. You seem very capable. You can have Jay's job. Okay, that's wow. it for uh, that's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to Echelon, Blue Moon, and Simply Safe. Uh, and shout out to the SV Pod. SVP odd with Scott Van Pelt. New episodes are available every week wherever you get your podcasts. Support uh support our our coworkers. And also, you know, make sure listen to that pod and make sure they're supporting us. Yeah. Does anyone say us at the end of their podcast? I think Mystery Crate does. Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh big thanks to you guys for listening and bringing us up in all your job interviews. Uh <laughs> multiple platforms, don't forget. I know I've seen a lot of people in the Reddit thread saying that like at the beginning when the pod first gets released, like it's kind of wonky on a couple of platforms. So just keep trying. Like I think there's just yeah, it's an ESPN thing. It's gonna take it like 20 it just minutes. takes us yeah, everything takes at like... ESPN takes a little bit longer. It's yeah. just gotta go through that bureaucracy filter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can always just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way we read and we love them. Like this one from Elena Robbins that says, "Thank you, Katie, Ashley, and Jay for being my friends without knowing you're my friends." <laughs> That's very sweet. But now we know, and so I'll see you at my birthday. Party. And lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail. Nice. It was a, oh, I liked it. Real your boyfriend. Your fiance. At 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it.
Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.